also kind of an excuse not to do what you're scared of. And now it's like, here and now, like you got nothing going on. So if you're not doing it, you know, you have to really dig deep into yourself and ask yourself, why aren't you doing it? My guest today is Shayna Greenwald. Shayna owns and runs Jupe, which is a clothing store in Brooklyn, New York. Super cute clothes. I have a bunch of them. I actually have a couple of dresses on the way. So excited about those new ones, especially since all I've been wearing has been pajamas. But what inspires me about Shayna is that not only was she able to keep her business going during this pandemic, which has been so hard for so many of us, she also went above and beyond and started an initiative to get dresses and new clothes to our healthcare workers, to our nurses, to our doctors as gifts. Okay, Shayna. The first time Shayna and I met um, was at an event in LA that she brought her clothing to, and we ended up just chatting the whole time. Yeah, I was like, I can't help customers. I'm busy talking to her. Figure it out on your own. Yeah, you guys look great. You're looking great. (laughs) Just buy it. We need to talk. We need to continue this conversation. Oh my gosh. Uh, First of all, I'm really excited you're doing this. I'm so excited that um, you agreed. I had to convince Shayna to join this podcast. By the way, it wasn't so, most people you ask them to get on a podcast and they're like, yeah, totally. And it doesn't matter. They don't even care what it's about. People like to talk. They like to hear themselves talk. For you guys to know that Shayna was like a good, a good bit of convincing to get her to join me. So I'm so happy you're here. Um, I'm happy you asked me, it's time to grow up and face my fears. Yes. So I want to talk about your store, Jupe. Uh, how long have you had the store? Uh, about nine years, I would say. Whoa. And you're only 30? Yeah, I just turned 30. So did you open it like right when you got married? Um, yeah, I got married at like about 20. Yeah. I had a baby at 21. I actually was planning to go to FIT. That's the truth. Okay. And then I got pregnant, got at other plans. (laughs) Yeah. And then I just decided, you know, I'm not going to college with the baby let me just kind of go for it and see what happens. And thank God my husband was really supportive. I'm so uh, impressed. That's really young to go for it. I did not realize yeah. you had this store that long. That is so impressive. And did you have the store right away? You got a storefront or were you out of like your house? How so you- I started actually really small. I started from my house and I kind of just grew organically. I would say I didn't want, I never wanted to bite off more than I could chew. Right. And thank God, it always kind of proportionately grew with me. So, you know, I never wanted to be too big where I couldn't manage. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God I'm still here. So, and I just, I love your stuff because as I was explaining it to someone, it's kind of like H&M clothing. That's how I would describe it. Meaning it's very in the style of the moment with really great pricing. And I find, and it's all pretty modest because that's your clientele. Uh, which is really nice for someone who wants to dress modestly and doesn't have a place to go. I find a lot of the modest clothing are very expensive. Expensive Uh, and not always that trendy. And not that trendy, right. They're always one style and expensive. So I really love your store for that. That's super, I didn't realize you. Yeah, because it's more of the fact that like, if you dress modest, you shouldn't have to sacrifice. Correct. You should be able to choose what you like. And then side note, it's also modest. Right. When COVID happened, your store was full force, when you realized that you had to shut the doors and you weren't a lot of people come in, did you start to panic? Like what yes. happened? <laughs> I actually closed the store before like we officially the stop order. 
Okay. You know, was, Why? Because I just felt like it wasn't safe anymore. Mm. And I felt a sort of responsibility that, you know, if people are in my space, I don't want the responsibility of someone, God forbid, getting sick and maybe they right. live with their grandmother. And it was just starting to feel like this is really not a safe environment. Yeah. You know, That's I was like safety first, I'm closing it down. And then we're going to have to kind of figure it out from there. Okay. But and what was your process to fit? Like once you close it, you're like, sh- what do I do? How yeah. Did you figure out how to get all your clothes online. What was, what did you do? I mean, definitely. I think you f- first, first is freak out. <laughs> first is anxiety. Sure you get the freak out out. Yeah. You got to feel all the feelings, go yeah. to all the places and then kind of regroup. Okay. Say, okay. Well, this is the situation now. Let's try to make it work. Okay. And luckily my customers have been so supportive and, you know, like I said, I started nine years ago and I have some customers that really have been there from the beginning, like cool. from day one. So it almost feels like a little community, a little family. And I'm so grateful that so many people are still placing orders. And I'm even getting these beautiful messages that are saying, like right now, unfortunately, I don't really have the budget for shopping, but yeah. I, you know, everything that's going on. But I just want to say, I still love your clothes and I can't wait to come shop again. And like, that's it's just so sweet. So sweet. That's yeah. so thoughtful. That's, yeah. I feel like that's what every business wants to be. Like you want to build a community in your business. And that's so yeah. cool that you were able to do that. It's also so cool that like there's a community in the ba- in the good times. And then now in the not so good times, they're still there. Yeah. It's definitely challenging because I would say the one of my favorite parts of the store is like interacting with people and helping them. You know, they come in and they're not sure what they want. And then they find a dress or they find a top. And all of a sudden they're like, I actually really like how I look. And it's this like uplifting feeling when someone comes in feeling one way and leaves feeling a different way. Of course. So being with the stores closed, I mean, selling online is great, but you miss that entire kind of community feeling. Like that's all, it's like a non, it's almost feels anonymous. Someone goes online, they make an order, I send it to them. It's no, it's not personal at all. Right. So in that sense, it's challenging, but I feel like with the nurses, could I talk about the nurses? Still? Yeah. Shana has this really cool program where you can buy clothes and then send a dress to a nurse. Where did that come from? I think it came from after, you know, when the store was closed and everybody was kind of feeling down. What can we do? There's so much, so many terrible things that are going on. And I was thinking, what can I specifically do? You know, what tools do I have to make a difference? And I kind of took the idea that I have all these, my stores closed. I have all of the, you know, I have all the clothes just yeah. sitting here. Let me send it to a nurse who will really appreciate it. When I have customers in the store, I show them clothes and they put it on and they feel special. And it was kind of a way to translate that into making the nurses feel special. So yeah, it was really That's nice. Such setup, a good gift. Which, and I still feel like it's not that big of a deal because people are like, all these nurses are saying like, thank you so much. And then so much. And I'm like, I just sent you a dress. Like you're literally like on the front line saving lives. I sent you a dress. It's really not that. I know, but receiving a dress that someone could wear, it's not only about that you sent them a dress. It's that this is like inspiration for the future. They obviously can't wear that dress to work. They have to wear scrubs, but it means like there will be a time when they get to dress up again. And now they have something new to do it. So it's special. And I think it's also a feeling of like, they feel appreciated. They feel, they feel love, like something just shows up in exactly for you. Like, so how can people help send dresses to nurses? And 
Um, so either on our website, we have like a product you can order, like send uh, love to a healthcare worker, or you could always just DM me and we'll do it like Venmo, Cash App, whatever. Awesome. Kind of thing. And the great thing is that some people are sponsoring and saying, you know, please send it to my sister or my friend. And then there's a lot of people who say, I don't know any nurses, but I would right. love to be a part of this. So that's great too. That's great. Um, how has the transition been from, you know, going to your store, working every day and having to work from home with kids, with your husband working, yeah. is your husband working at home? Is he so able he to help you? He's still working. Like, okay. just, like, you know, at this point you have to be like, so thankful. Like he still has a job. Yes. So um, but he's working from home. So he's there, but he's not really. Is he able to help at all? Or is he like locked in a room from like nine to five? Um, he can help a little bit, but he's pretty much locked uh-huh. in the room. Um, you know what? Surprisingly, it's actually been nice. And I hope I don't get slack for that to say that it's been nice to be home with my kids because the truth is like, I've always kind of been torn between wanting to be like a stay-at-home mom and uh-huh. wanting for to For sure. Everyone. It just. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's some people that they just pick a, pick a That's lane. True. And they That's really true. They really go in that lane. Yeah. You know, and I'm always jealous of those people. Like you're just, you're in your lane and that's wonderful. But when you're kind of torn between two lanes, I feel like that's when all the problems start. Yeah. So I don't know. It's actually been nice to be like home with my kids and like. I'm so happy you're saying that because I I'm having the same experience. I'm really enjoying it. Um, And it comes with the tantrums and, you know, and frustration and need to get out that's all a part of it. And I feel like as humans, we're able to hold all those feelings and thoughts at the same exact time. Like I could be right. super happy that I'm home, but also like my two-year-old's throwing himself on the floor and being in a really difficult moment. And you want to run away. And I want to run away. At the same time, there's this feeling in the air that unless you're complaining about this time with all the kids and blah, 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 you kind of, like you said, I hope I don't get slack for this. And I feel um, like we'll get slack. <laughs> That's okay. okay. That's okay. okay. I'm happy you're sharing that. But is so do you, how do you do it though? Like you still are sending clothes out and all that. Do you have certain hours during the day? Are you just grabbing pockets of time? In a way it's kind of liberating because I can kind of do it on my own time versus the store. You know, you kind of have to be open a certain amount of hours. And you know, if my kids, I'm now my, now the situation is a little different, but like when my older kids were younger and I'd have customers here and the bus would be coming and I'd be like, I need to go. My kids are getting off the bus, but customers are shopping. Like it was such a pull that it's kind of nice to be like, I'm home now and I'll work when, when it's, you know, when it works for me versus like kind of all over the place. Right. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm so interested in it because I've been trying to do it every day differently and see how it works best. Like some days I'm setting aside two hours and no one can bother me. And then some days I'm just grabbing time and I feel like there's no real way to do it. And every day, sometimes my two hours doesn't work out for whatever reason. So I think there's certain people who are way more scheduled. I'm kind of like on the fly. I I can't deal with like a regiment and it like gives me anxiety. So, um, um, what I've noticed with you, which is so interesting is that you in this time, I guess, cause you have more time, you're not in the shop with people on your Instagram, you have become a little bit more vulnerable. You're talking about things that are a little bit hard for you. Like I saw you just mentioned that you're about to do something. I know this is difficult for you. You're doing it anyways, uh, which I think is super cool. 
you had mentioned the other day that there was something you wanted to do, but you were scared to do it. And then you saw someone else doing it. Yes. So I wonder, is it that this time has given you a little bit more space to kind of think about these things, develop it? Um, I think generally my life is like so all over the place, like, you know, pre-corona times. Right. And it's kind of easy to be like, well, I'm not going to do those things because I'm so busy. And I really am so busy. And you are busy. Yeah, it's like a real thing. But it's also kind of an excuse not to do what you're scared of. And now it's like here and now, like you got nothing going on. So if you're not doing it, you know, you have to really dig deep into yourself and ask yourself, why aren't you doing it? Right. There's nothing to hide from anymore. Correct. Um, Which I feel like a lot of us are feeling like, why let's, let's do this. Yeah. Well, because sometimes I feel like I have more to offer, but I don't really put it out there. Why not? I guess fear. Yeah. That's, that's really what it, it's fear, but also I think I don't like, I don't enjoy being the center of attention. I just don't. And I know in the past, like when I've shared hard things on Instagram, like, you know, personal like struggles in my life. Yeah. And I was getting all these messages like, you're so amazing. You're so courageous. And it didn't feel good to put that out there. Like, I know there's other people, they share their experiences and they get all these amazing messages. Like, you're so and amazing. You're so good. great. They feel good. They feel uplifted. I didn't feel that way. I felt like I didn't even want to share this. And it's so great that you think I'm amazing, but is that, is that real? You know what I mean? Like you don't, it's, but that's your, that's your fair talking saying like, is that real? Yes, it's real because being vulnerable is what connects people. And the reason why you're getting these messages is because someone out there feels the same way you do. And by you talking about it, they feel less lonely. And so they're saying you're amazing because they're really saying, thank you for sharing. Now I'm less alone. Yeah, that's true. And I don't want to sound like I'm grateful for everyone's messages. It's no, so I understand what you're saying. You know, it's very sweet. It's just more like about you're like, like, guys, please don't message me. I'm going to share. Don't <laughs> message me at all. No, Zero that's messages. not what she's saying. <laughs> no, I appreciate everything. And it's so sweet, especially when it's like a virtual stranger. Like, how nice is that? Someone takes time out of their day and writes to this like beautiful message. Right. But it's just more about, I think, like what feeds your soul. And some people, I don't know, the more attention, the better. And they're just like on a high. Right. But maybe that's an introvert, extrovert kind of thing. Maybe yes, a hundred percent. It's 100%. It's introvert, extrovert. It's personality. I feel um, like everything's out the window with COVID. Everything's like, out the window. There's no rules. There's no rules. But it's COVID. But there's no rules. Exactly. <laughs> but it's COVID. That should be the hashtag. But it's COVID. Oh, my God. I mean, the other day, my baby was like up at 7 a.m. rummaging through the garbage literally took out a bottle of wine and was like drinking the remainder <laughs> of the bottle. I'm like, it's COVID. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. You're like, we're all going to now have a great day. <laughs> yeah. Like good for you, boy. He just went right for it. So uh, you know. and can you share any idea that someone has done? Cause I'm, I was so curious when you posted okay, that. So th- no. So basically it's like a lot of little things over the you know past few months, but what finally came to the like head was that I was someone asked me to do a live with her like a few months ago okay and I was so into the idea but I kept kind of pushing it off because of fear of course and then she messaged me yesterday just wasn't as convincing as I am when I needed to get you on this thing go ahead she was an aura and that was her (laughs) one problem um no but then she messaged me yesterday and she's like I'm just letting you know someone else like someone in a similar kind of whatever fashion industry uh, messaged me to do a live with me. And I said, yes. 
And it was just kind of like a wake up call. Like you missed this opportunity. She came yeah. to me first and, and I was the one who didn't follow through. Right. So because I let fear hold me back. Now she's going to work with someone else, which is great for them. And it's going to be wonderful. And it was, but it's more like a wake up call for myself, which is great. And your opportunity will come again. It just, you needed to see that to be like, Oh, I, I need to do that. I need to move forward. And it's interesting because I feel like during this time is when you're, and maybe that's what it is. You know, someone had called this time, the great pause and for everyone that means something else. And it sounds like for you a little bit, it means like facing your fear and be like, you know what, we're just, we're going to go, we're going to start doing this and doing that. I hope so. Yeah. I, I find with things that we're afraid of, we need to stop thinking about the, like the effects of it and just kind of move forward. Right. I think even just for the idea of I'm afraid and I'm going to do it anyway. You know, not even anything, not even for, if that was the only reason, then for that, it's worth it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, so, so now that you're in this opportunity that you never had to be a stay at home mom and a working mom, is this something that you want to incorporate into the future? Like after COVID, once we're allowed to go back to work or are you just enjoying it in this time? Or do you see yourself working from home a little more? I would love to. It's just, it's such an interesting conversation because I feel like in today's day and age, if you are a stay-at-home mom, there's such a stigma surrounding it. I mean, maybe now it's going to change because everyone is stuck at home with their kids, but I just feel like there's such a, like, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're lazy. You're not ambitious. Yeah. That's the stigma of being a stay-at-home mom, but maybe now it's going to change because people who are stuck at home with their kids are like going out of their freaking mind. So maybe they'll understand it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's just, just so crazy. Like how society shifts, you know, because it used to be the opposite that if you went to work, you were like, right. what kind of a terrible mom are you? Yep. And now if you stay home, it's like, what kind of a lazy loser are you? Yeah. But I also think with COVID, it's kind of like, it's so like liberating in a way because it's like, I can eat and I can pay my rent. And that's amazing. Right. Like the basics are like back to the basics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, right. Like you can keep, you can pay rent and you can buy food and you're winning. You're crushing. And, and I'm a, I feel like a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 100%. Like, and I'm healthy. I'm, like, wow. Yeah. How incredible is that? I wonder how we can bring that into the new after COVID world because right. there'd be something so nice. You know, I was telling Dove the other day that it's so nice that I wake up in the morning I'm wearing either exercise clothes or pajamas all day. <laughs> Haven't gotten dressed besides maybe once in the last, you know, maybe on Passover, I got dressed. I'm not wearing makeup and I still feel great about myself because I'm surrounded by the people I love only. Right. And there's no, you know, another meme I got, I'm loving the memes. Another meme was someone wrote, oh, I guess I do get dressed for other people. Right. You know, everyone's like, oh, I get dressed for myself. I like to dress up for myself. No one's getting dressed up, which means, yes, you are getting dressed for other people. And so I I was thinking, how can we bring that into the future? Obviously, when we get back to work, I will be getting dressed again, (laughs) you know, to take care of clients and stuff. I want to bring that feeling of feeling so good about myself in in no makeup and no fancy clothes and nothing into the new world. So 
I'm wondering how, what are, what do you feel like you want to bring after COVID, you know, into your new world? It's a little scary to be honest, because it feels like COVID is like this little bubble. Yeah. When it, when it bursts, it's like, I don't know. There's things about COVID life that are obviously, I don't want to undermine, you know, people are dying and people are going through severe poverty. And I've actually been helping with that, with the whole thing in Crown Heights that's going on, totally side note, of people that like they don't have food and they don't have medicine. And there's like this whole group, I'm sure they have this in other communities also, but in Crown Heights, there's like a, a WhatsApp group and they write like, you know, someone needs Tylenol. And in five seconds, someone's like, okay, I'm going to bring it. That's someone needs, you know, yeah. So I've been busy with that. But so I don't want to undermine, like people are really suffering. Yeah. So, but also there's just some, it's, there's just something nice about this. Like, it's like back to basics world. Yeah. And I don't know, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how the world evolves after when we're all let out. Yeah. I don't think it'll be the same, but I think it could go back similarly if people want it to allow it to. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like it's always like that. Like once you give people a taste of like the real world, like you just, <laughs> it's so easy to revert back to like the old yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> Shana, I love that you've, you've taken your business and brought it home. Um, I think that's awesome. A lot of people wish they could do that. And it's great that that's you're good. able to, and that you're actually enjoying the being at home process. Because I think at the end of the day, the kids, our kids, um, we'll remember that. That's what they're going to remember. They're going to, cause we have young kids and they're going to remember that their parents played with them all day and hung out with them. Um, and I think my, my kids all tell me they love COVID. They say they don't like the bad part. Like we just right. said, but they love that we're home and we're building yeah. and we're playing and we're doing all this stuff. I have one kid that loves it. He's like, like literally in heaven, he's like walking around in like his school shirt and his underwear you know, eating like 10 bowls of cereal a day. I feel like that's everybody's uniform. They have school shirts on and like, and or underwear like living his best life. And then my other son is like, I'll do anything to go back to school. Yeah. I so, think it's also age. It's totally oh, for sure. age. Is there, can you share with us? I don't know if you can something that you've discovered during this time, something that you might want to do that you may have been afraid of beforehand that you're planning on doing now or in the future. Um, I think just kind of slow down a little bit Mm -hmm. and, but at the same time, it's like nice and easy to slow down when the world has slowed down. Correct. But I don't really know. Because there's no pressure. Right. Just to be realistic. I don't really know if that's feasible when the world is moving so fast to be, to slow down. I mean, even now, like a few months ago, I'm like working, running home to feed the baby, running back to work. I mean, I, but the truth is, I don't think I would have it any other way. Like, I mm. want to still be present. That's my problem. I want to have my cake and I want to eat it too. So I want to be but fully It sounds present. like you're doing that. Yes, but like all over the place. Right. Or I think are you okay? more hours of the day. You need more hours. <laughs> I think you're not the only one. You know, like, I don't mind being all over the place, but I want a few hours to just decompressed. Right. That's what everybody needs. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's where we need to like insert that in the day. So maybe it's like now you're at home with your kids and you're working inserted in the day 
when the real world comes back, maybe inserted in the day, you can find time to decompress. Right. Take your, you know, 10 minute walk around the block or. Right. No, for you sure. Know, your that's, that's the constant struggle. Yeah. Adding yourself to the list of, you know, kids, husband, work. Yeah. Uh, um, Shana, this was so yeah. awesome. I love chatting with you. I know we can talk thank for hours you. and we probably will. Um, and thank you for sharing your insight on this I hope time. it was helpful. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to get messages and you're going to be like, stop messaging me. <laughs> no, I feel so I'm bad. It's really not. No, no, no. It was a joke, guys. It was a joke. I know you love it. But um, I think that it was important that you shared about, you know, taking in this time, you're able to like face your fears because you've slowed down and now you have to just move forward Um, and that you are enjoying being at home as someone who's crazy busy and like you're enjoying it. A lot of people don't enjoy being at home. It's interesting. It just feels like everybody is really has to lean into whatever they have going on. Yeah, Yeah, 100 percent. Um, well, I'm going to be working on leaning in as well. And for all of you guys out there, what's your, uh, website? Jupe, J-U-P-E, Jupe, NYC.com. NYC.com. And you can get super cute clothes. You can support our healthcare workers and send dresses to nurses. Um, Shana, thank you for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for pushing me. I appreciate it. Always. Bye, hun. And I just want to say to any of my customers that are listening to this, I can't wait to open up. Can't wait to hang out with you, shop with you guys again. It's coming soon. Yeah. Please subscribe to Dream Detour on iTunes to stay up to date. And if you like what you heard, please leave a review. You can find me on Instagram at aura.schwartz. That's A-U-R-A dot S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. Or stay in touch by emailing me at dreamdetourpodcast at gmail.com.